are listening to the best comic book show by someone named Andrew and another person named Phil. This is from panel to podcast, episode 25 or 26. We don't even care. We don't know. But we're here to celebrate comic books. Hello, everyone. Hello, Phil. Hello, Andy. How are you today? Just doing amazing intros like that one. One of a kind. I was thinking we should probably warn our listeners with a little bit of a disclaimer as we head into this thing that judging by the two minutes that we talk before the show starts, you guys could be in for a real treat tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm in rare form. So are you. And <laughs> I'm uh, always in rare form. We had a big week in comics. I spent, like, what, $108? You were around 90 uh, You get, you, like, a VIP treatment that I don't you get. You don't can't tell people about that. Yeah, man. You're just on a different level. It's not fair. No, my name carries a lot of weight in a lot of different places. And uh-huh. The only place it really does is the comic shop. Well, Phil, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Uh-huh. This one's going to hang 12 to 6. Okay. It's a beauty. Yeah. Very Nolan Ryan-esque. Well, that means you just blew it right past my chin at 103. <laughs> no, you throw a nice curveball then. It gets you. It gets you. Let's talk about San Diego Comic-Con first and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all those announcements. We missed that last week. So we should go through these. Okay. What's what's coming to the small and giant silver screen? I don't know why it's called a silver screen. Is it actually silver? Because uh, back in the 1920s, they were made of silver because it was a much higher reflective surface than the cloth screens that they use these days. Huh. Stuck I pulled that those. out of my butt, man. That's completely <laughs> made of BS. Oh, I like it. The multiverse saga. That's <laughs> That's what we're in right now. So the next thing we're getting is She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. The only thing looks, that matters, and that's the end of that trailer. It looks amazing. Yeah, uh, a, a certain character shows up at the end of it. Yeah, Spoiler. it does look really, really cool, though. I, it'll probably be one of the first Marvel shows that I dive headfirst into and just plow my way through. And then coming in spring 2023, that's a long wait. We're going to get um, before that, by the way, I believe the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, I did. Okay. But I, there's nothing before that. So we're getting Secret Invasion. This is, you know, Sam Jackson is going to be back as, as Nick Fury. So that should be fun. That's in spring 2023. Then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumanium. I'm excited for this because it's going to uh, go deep into Kang, who oh. appeared in Loki. Yeah. Then, Phil. We mm-hmm. have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, hmm. which I believe is going to be the end of that trilogy, even though they've been in like six movies now. All the Avengers, they were right. in uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which I saw, by the way. I thought it was okay. A little too goofy. Hmm. Too much humor, but Christian Bale absolutely kills it as the villain. Nice. Maybe one of the best in all of the Marvel movies. Turns out he's a talented actor for uh, superhero movies. Oh, and then in November, by the way, I I guess these are out of order for some reason. We're getting Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Forever. Which is like the highest rated or viewed trailer in the history of cinema, apparently, or something. Really? Yeah. I'm making that up, too, but it's it's close to that. (laughs) Echoes coming. That's that ties in with your your boy, Daredevil. That is in summer 2023. Have they done anything with her as far as big or silver screen? Uh, yeah, she's been in, uh, she was in Hawkeye. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you got to catch up, man. I need the time machine slash time ring. 
Yeah, I just quit sleeping 18 hours a day. I don't even get eight hours of sleep a day. Uh-huh. And then there's Loki season two coming summer 2023. Here's one I'm super excited for. Blade. That's I'm stoked for that, too. November 3rd, 2023. Ironheart. That's uh, Rory Williams. That is fall 2023. 2023 is loaded. I know. Agatha, Covenant of Chaos. That's spinning out of WandaVision. Okay. That is winter 2023. Hopefully Vision shows up in one of these things. This is a bone I have to pick with Marvel. They keep doing these post-credit sequences like, hey, here's a new character. And then, or, you know, there's a big plot twist. Here's something happened to a character and then never hear of him again. Uh, 2024, Phil. Daredevil, Is born it? again. I'm now paying attention. What are we talking about? Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. 2024. I'm all in. That's Matt too long. Murdoch. But that gives me time to catch up. Captain America, New World Order. Kevin Nash That's and Scott the- Hall are going to be in it? That's <laughs> uh, uh, the fourth Captain America movie, and that is with Sam Wilson. Ooh. With the shield. Yes. Very exciting. Some crap called Thunderbolts <laughs> is coming July 26th, 2024. How do they have it nailed down to the day it's going to release two years out in advance? They, they're they just so good. Okay. Hey, here it is. Fantastic Four. On November 8th, 2024. I'm assuming that's going to be a movie movie. Yes. Okay. It's about time they get another chance at this. Is Michael Chiklis in it? Uh, I hope so. I mean, they might as well. They're doing all this multiverse stuff. You might as well bring them in. Okay. All right. The last two I have. Or let's see. Yes. Two more, Phil. You ready for this? Your your pants are going to go flying off. Great. Avengers. The Kang Dynasty. Ooh, yeah. That should. That's okay. Yeah. Uh huh. May second, twenty twenty five. I can get behind that. And then here's the last one. This is where the underwear go flying, and we become a uh, mature podcast. <laughs> Avengers: Secret Wars. Oh, they're actually going down that, huh? Yeah, yeah. There it is, man. So Interesting. Announced. So a lot of things missing here. Uh, what are we missing? There is no Deadpool. No. We know that's in development. Ryan Reynolds, is that going to still be part of the Fox universe? Is that what they're saying? Or are they going to slot this in? Also, Spider-Man, nowhere to be found. Spider-Man as well. And no Venom either being mentioned, which means maybe they finally gave up on that. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, Nothing against that, but I didn't like those movies. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, those things missing. Very peculiar. Also, uh, Shang-Chi, that movie rocked. Where's the sequel? Hmm. Especially now that he's got his own comic book series that just fired up again, what, last week or the week before? Yeah, and that movie made bank. And I'll say this, D23, the Disney convention that's coming up soon, there's supposedly going to be some announcements there. I'm guessing they're going to slot in a couple more movies, so we have something to watch every week, it seems like. I was going to say, they're going to plug in the three months of the two-year calendar that they released that nothing was mentioned for? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And then think about you know, us being fans, all the Star Wars stuff that slots in between all this stuff. Yeah. Ugh. That's where I get, that's like, yeah, I, time. 
Yeah, just don't spend so much time on the toilet and watch something. Well, I can watch things while I'm on the toilet. We've got cell phones. Yeah, or just put a TV in there. That'd I've thought fine. about that in all honesty. Uh, let's get to the books, finally. Ah, comics. The, one of the biggest weeks we've ever had on the show in terms of money spent. That's because we also buy variants and are very silly like that. What that's would you consider? Even, that's not oh, even including what we chase either. Like the things that we're pulling off of eBay and other stores and that kind of stuff. Like just our week to week over the counter spending habits are out of control. And then you take our back issue hunting into consideration as well. And it just goes that much further. Yeah, I just bought some new books today. I bought uh, Revival issues 21 through 25. So I have one through 25 now. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to fire those up. Read, uh, I think I'm on issue 10. That's a good run. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think the best or the biggest book of last week was? Oh, man, that is a feet to the fire type of question because we obviously had something is killing the children, which I believe was issue 25, issue 25. And I thought it was one of the better issues that's come about of this new story story arc. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly loved it. Uh, we also had the nightmare country that came out this week that I thought was, again, really, really good. And we're getting deeper into that universe. But with all of my bias that I do have as I read my comic books each and every week, there's one certain character that makes its way to the top of the stack from the DC universe. And it's going to be Batman. Deathstroke. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, because Deathstroke was again the tie in of year one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Batman from Ram V or Ram V. We don't know how to pronounce your name. Apologies. A whole new story arc, new take on Batman, very much so. They kind of own it, right? This creative team. And uh, yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Lots of new characters and weird things going on. I think there was a boomer from Left 4 Dead in this thing. Mm -hmm. I really kind of latched onto this this mystery that's afoot here. What's your take? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it cover to cover. And when I say that, I am notorious for complaining about the $5 price tag on a lot of the DC books that have got a second story in it. I even like the second story in this. Yeah, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Focus. Yes, very, very good. And it's going to be a three-part second story, and woof, it ends on a, a an, again, just a big shocking moment. Like, oh, what's where's this going? Yep, and if I recall correctly, it also took place after the events of the Joker series that was written by James Tynion IV, which I thought was nice that they're tying that all together into the main universe. And let's see. Let me give you a bit of a description on what happened in this book without spoiling anything. Uh, what can we say, Phil? Um, masterful, beautiful art. New villain looks like is being introduced. Oh, here you go. No matter the test Bruce takes, nor the numbers he counts, the greatest detective in the world can't pin down the sources of this creeping dread or his own inner demons and a looming mortality. So there's a lot going on there. I think that kind of sums it up pretty well that there's does. Uh, demons all around him. It really just kind of creepy. It's it's a darker vibe for Batman. Which is good. Yeah, I think so. I think I always hesitate for it to go too far in a certain direction when it's tying in with other books. Like we have this whole Deathstroke saga still on, unfolding. Mm-hmm. So for it to kind of take on too much of a new identity, I fear it's going to kind of upend those other stories. Obviously, we had Talia in this one, right? Yep. Um, 
and back to her kinda... kind of shadow war role as well. So it kind of like flexed back to where she should be. Yeah. Maybe too soon. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but I liked her purpose here of the warning that she came and delivered as well. Yes. Yeah. There. There's. It, it, it sets up the story so well. But then you just start thinking about the Deathstroke stuff. And it's like, uh, okay, we'll see. It's called part one overture slash the coda. I think that's overture is the main book. And then the coda is commissioner Gordon is the right? Gordon book. Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right. My favorite book, Phil, this is kind of a shocking one. Not shocking, but I just loved it so much. And we've raved about this series already. Strange uh, issue four. Yes. So her mom shows up (laughs) (laughs) and they have such wonderful banter at the dinner table. Mom does not approve of her at all. Nope. Like Clea, nothing, nothing Clea does is good enough for her mom, Umar. Right. Yep. And the wine doesn't taste good. Mom just wants to fix everything. Then they get attacked and it's so much fun to hear them banter and just show it shows how powerful Clea is. And there's some new, a new threat that's kind of bubbling to the surface here that they're trying to investigate mm-hmm. as they're trying to kind of settle their family differences. I, I really dig this series. I do too. Uh, part of me thinks that when we got to the end of it, though, it did drop it to be concluded, but maybe that was a different book that I read. I really I hope think, it was I think you're one. right. No, I think it's this one. And I think, I hope it's just this story. And then we get issue six. Yep. Because if it's that's, done, that's going to be never a huge reading, bummer. Yeah. I'm never reading comics again. Uh huh. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I That's where I thought you were going to go originally. Yeah, number six. 92 pages, all one story. It's what I always wanted from Huge. one of these. Yeah, all, you know, these big books that I spend 10 bucks on or whatever. I want it to be one big story. I don't want to read 15 different stories with only like 15 pages dedicated to the, you know, the, the main continuity. Yep. So this is a thank you to Marvel and, and the team there for telling us another great Spider-Man story. I'm a little confused by what's going on with Doc Ock's arms. They're oh, almost yeah. like a, like they're a puppy now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kid you not. Like, they're like a puppy. They, they're like playful and they communicate and they listen to Peter. It's very strange. I would like to say as well, I was so concerned coming to this book with it being legacy number 900 that they were going to completely spill everything that had happened that we don't know what's happened yet in this book. Yeah. And it was just going to be a big blabbermouth reveal. And thankfully it wasn't. It was just a really, really long freestanding story, which I thought was pretty swell. Yeah. And it starts out with Peter at his birthday party. He shows up on time, but everybody says that's early for him. So he's uh, he's a little great. frazzled. Yeah, it was, it was it was some pretty good humor there. Everybody's there. Felicia, well, not everybody. You know, Mary Jane's not there. We still don't know what's going on there. But a lot of the players, Flash Thompson, Felicia, they're there. Jay Jonah's not. He's he's missing. So that's where things kind of kick off. He was and pretty great that, in this issue as well. Oh, God, yeah. And then it leads to a new take. I'll just say this, a new take on the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to put it or am I? No, I think that's that's the perfect way to put it. And it's something you're going to want to read and they play it up in a big way because they have 92 pages to do so. And I just thought it was a lot of fun, not as dark or as uh, well written as the five issues prior. I thought this one just kind of was a little 
little too upbeat at times, whereas the last five really had like a dark vibe with uh, like we, with we the talk about this a bunch. The tombstone stuff in Peter's face just being bloody for three straight issues. Just meat. This one kind of gets back to more of a PG-13 kind of take on it. And maybe that's the direction we're going here. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was just a dark moment. But I'm on board. I, I like where the series has been and where it's going. I think Amazing Spider-Man has been really good almost since the relaunch of the last volume. I think it really kicked it up a notch when Sin came back. Um Sure, it got a little bit convoluted with the, oh, no, I'm drawing a blank on who the villain was that was kind of tormenting him that we then had the big reveal that was moderately disappointing. But I really think Amazing Spider-Man's been some next level stuff lately. I think it's been really well written and it's been a fun read and is on the top of my Marvel stack every week unless Daredevil comes out. What'd you think of Venom? Just kind of tying in with Spider-Man. I want to throw a quick update out there before uh, we talk Venom. Strange is continuing after issue five. I just looked oh, it up oh, and nice. there is a six and a seven that are behind it at least for sure. So it looks like it is going to keep going, which is fantastic for those of us that are reading it. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. Venom was Kang, right? Yes, that was Kang. And, I th- uh, thought it was actually pretty interesting. I wasn't expecting as much out of it as there was. You learn a lot about what's going on with Eddie and him being able to control being the king now. And that's kind of what Kang was trying to help him out with. And eventually he kind of just told Kang to to buzz off. Yeah, he's you. Yeah, you you think Eddie might be coming back here. His physical body is still obliterated. It's gone. Yep. Right. Like, but he can kind of take form through the symbiote, like almost like an artist sculpting it to look just like him. Yeah. It's, a, you know, it's still kind of black in hue and tone, but. Yeah, he was able to communicate with his son, and yeah, there's some interesting things going on there. Yeah, I thought it was nice that it got back on track after being so, and nothing against Dylan, but it's been so Dylan-focused for the last six, seven issues or so. And it's nice to kind of have Eddie being back in the fold, and now we're finding out exactly what's going on with Eddie and the symbiotes. And uh, yeah, we'll see see where it goes from here. I'm glad. Yeah, you look at the cover, you're like, is that Venom? He's so cosmic now, it's it's a whole different beast. But it seems like we might be getting back to the core here in a, a book or two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Go ahead. Pick I one. Say, I just wanted to give a quick little bit of love to Batman One Dark Knight, which wrapped up this week with or last week with issue number three of that, kind of introducing that new EMP villain. I thought it was a pretty good story, which had a nice little twist at the end as well, involving this new EMP character. Again, $6.99 and it's black label. But if you're a fan of Batman and you kind of want to maybe want to see a new villain, it's worth checking out, in my opinion. I'm going to give some love to the second issue of The Variants from Gail Simone. Maybe the best Daredevil story I've ever read. And uh, you didn't get it, did you? No, because I don't have issue one and mine's I didn't have it. They offered to get it for me, but I'm going to go out and search it out probably tomorrow. I'm pulling your leg. It's... It's not the best Daredevil story, but it's a good story. And Daredevil's involved in it. And it's got a multiverse. It's all multiverse, right? Like this is not, I guess it could be main continuity because it is going into the different universes, but it's, it's pretty darn good. I like where this is going. Ant-Man number one. Ding, ding, ding. I loved it. Really? Yeah. I didn't like the art style. See, and that's the part that I liked. (laughs) I thought it was, it went all over the place a little too much too quickly but I love where it ends up with the uh, a new character reveal, I would say, or a, a different version. Yeah, I like the finish. I 
I was kind of I don't I didn't I wasn't expecting a flashback style issue, I guess, mm-hmm. when I was heading into it, especially after I believe last week we even raved a little bit on the air about how great the miniseries was that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was kind of expecting more of the same of that, and I wasn't expecting the flashback. So I mean I can't say that I disliked it. It just wasn't what I was expecting it was gonna be. For what it was, they executed it really well. And I liked the retro art style. I liked the retro style of writing as well, because I wrote it in like that. 1960s 1970s marvel style as well which brought a smile to my face yeah it's gonna be interesting to see if they keep going back and forth or if they're just going to be moving forward now Mm -hmm. and they kind of broke the fourth wall a little bit too yeah yeah bring in deadpool now oh boy put deadpool in everything if he keeps getting written (laughs) as well as he was in uh in wolverine uh i took a chance on that george rr martin wild cards comic yeah nope Stay well, maybe away. he should just finish writing the Game of Thrones books instead of writing comic books. Yeah, I think it's just his book adapted, but still, I, I no. was not a fan. Gotcha. What else, Phil? Uh, I really dug this last week's issue of Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I like the way they presented that story of, uh, of old man Ben sitting in his hut in Tatooine, like reminiscing about the old days of the Clone Wars and hanging out with Commander Cody. I thought it was really well told. Uh, I thought it was... Again, it, it kind of gripped me in and I liked it from that having that flashback feel to it and kind of him just going through what it was like and how he actually cared about these people that nobody else cared about because they're all just uh, clones of Jenga Fett and how like they all had names. And then it goes through a really big battle that happened as well against against the Empire. And I thought it was I thought it was really good and one of the better Star Wars books that I've read in quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I had I had a good time reading that one. I did not like this week's or this month's I hate this place. I think it's getting a little too silly, a little yeah, out there. It was a little flat. Yeah, it's on notice. The machete's up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just have so many books that are kind of like that now. And this is the one that's now, it has strong start and now it's starting to lag behind. I think there's only two issues left of it, though. Because I think it's another five-parter. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. This this last one really didn't do it for me. I might, one more. It, we'll see. I don't know if I'll finish this one. It kind of made me chuckle because it, it kind of goofed on like the ghost hunting shows that you see on TV and how they bring in this. Sorry to go too spoilery for anybody that hasn't read it yet, but chances are you're not going to go back and get the first two anyways, if I'm being real when I talk about this. Um, it kind of like spoofed on. They brought in a professional ghost hunter to come in and take this on. And then like all of a sudden the actual apparitions are appearing in front of him and he kind of loses his mind like, oh, I'm not equipped to deal with this yet. Like I've never seen such a thing. And I, that kind of made me chuckle a little bit. I also got a chuckle out of uh, Captain America symbol of truth number three. This is Sam Wilson and <laughs> and Wade Wilson, the two Wilsons, basically. Yeah, so Deadpool. didn't even doomsay Wilson and Wilson. Yeah. And then uh, it was just like, hey, Deadpool's in this issue. And it's like, well, he was here for about two seconds. Yeah. But it was yeah, a good two seconds. He's done. Yeah. But it's got Dr. Doom. It's it's a direction I didn't expect for Captain America. And I like this book more than the Steve Rogers one. 100% agreed and on board with that sentiment. Yeah, it's it's been a fun ride so far. And yeah, I'll, I'll be reading this one for, for a bit, I think. I think it's again only another five issuer. Five or six issuer. I'm sorry, man. I think so. I think that's all that like these comic companies are putting out with the exception of the big titles is that they're just doing these like five to six issues to build into something else and then peel back again. Uh, we also have to highlight just how amazing House of Slaughter was. Yes. You already said something is killing the children is amazing. I think House of Slaughter was every bit as good. Just so creative. Mm-hmm. I would say House of Slaughter more so than something is killing the children. Something's very easy to follow. House 
goes a little bit more out there in in terms of how things manifest. Yes. <laughs> That's how I'm going to put that. But it's just wonderful. Just learning more about this universe, what these characters and these, you know, demons are are capable of. It's incredible. Different masks mean. And this goes between the two of the, both of the books is you learning what the different houses are and what the different masks mean and just like how fleshed out this universe actually is in Tinian's head. And uh, I read all the Radiant stuff. It's all pretty good. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) I, I, I keep buying it and reading it and it's, it's a good filler for me. Like I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've read all these great things. All right. I'm going to not to say that they're not great. I don't want to downplay, you know, they're, they're good books. There's a reason why they have a bunch of series, but it's just like a nice change of pace between my superhero stories to go into this more kind of sci-fi kind of bubbly universe. I, I dig it. Well, and in full disclosure, let's be real. One of your biggest complaints about these books is that most of the characters look almost identical with oh, different yeah. colors That's like my... Power Rangers. Yeah, if they didn't have that problem, it'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah, I think they just all look like they could be BMX stars. It's, uh, it's a very or in the Power Rangers. Yes, yeah. I, that's their artistic choice. I just, you know, I'd prefer more variety in my superheroes. Speaking of artistic choices, and it's nothing against the artist themselves, the most recent issue of The Vampire Slayer, which I have thoroughly been enjoying, was really well written, but I did not care for the art in it, which kind of brought it down a notch, in in my opinion. Uh-oh. Looks like the artist's name might be Puste, is the last name on it. Not sure on the first, but it- Oh, it, you want me to try this one? No, not at all, because you're just going to say something that's going to have to be bleeped out trying to read that. <laughs> Um, but I did go back and look and it looks like every issue has been drawn by a different artist. So maybe it's just kind of like the gimmick of the series. And this one just was not one that really sat high on my, on my list of things that were visually appealing. Okay. I think that's it, Phil. I think that's a pretty good, uh, look at last week's books and you know what time it is. It's a uh, time for me to grab my pen and my paper and do some picture pages, picture pages, time to do your picture pages. That's right. Let's move on to this week's books. Here we go. I have not looked at this. I did my pull list like two months ago for August, so I have no idea what's here, Phil. Do you not go back every week and see if they added anything? No. Oh, I usually go back like on Sunday night after I get off of work to see if they added anything else that's coming out that week to then to then throw onto the docket as well. You know, Neil's just going to throw whatever he wants in my stack anyways, just because he knows I might buy it by accident. That's true. Well, I'm going to slash his tires. <laughs> All right. Batman, 126. Yeah, sure. Let's see what happens in that thing. Uh, Moon Knight, 14. Of course. Oh, boy. Dark Crisis, number three. Why not? Okay. Immortal X-Men, number five. Does it have the axe tie-in? It does. All right, then I'm getting it. Yep, me too. DC versus Vampires, number eight. Oh, thank God. I was tired of saying yes. That also ties in with axe. I mean, malarkey. (laughs) (laughs) X-Men Red number five. Yes, that's a Judgment Day tie-in. Yep. Fla- Flashpoint Beyond number four. It's been really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm at like eight already somehow. Spawn 332. Ghost do you think Rider they'll number- do something for 333 because it's half of 666 and Spawn involves hell? No, that's too clever. Good point. Yeah. It's a good idea, though. Get Todd on the phone. Oh, shoot him a DM. 
Ghost Rider number five. Yes, please. Yep. Batman Killing Time number six. I think that's the end of that, too. Uh, well, okay. Poison Ivy number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big yes. Batman week. It is. And there's I like more. Big Batman week. Really? Yeah. Harley Quinn number 18. That doesn't count. The art's garbage. Here's a ding, ding, ding. Edge of Spider-Verse number one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get that as a spider dinosaur. Well, you should have led with that. <laughs> I would have been excited. It's a big red T-Rex with Spider-Man eyes. Really? Yeah. Iron Man 22. Legion of X number four. Not a tie-in. Batman White Knight presents Red Hood. Oh, yes. I'll check that out. I've enjoyed the White Knight series for the most part. Me too. Batman Beyond, Neo Year number five. Yes. What is that? It's been going for a bit. It's Batman Beyond. Have I been reading that? No. I no. I've been reading the other <laughs> Batman Beyond one. Uh, Once in Future, number 28, the series that we are kicking ourselves for not reading. New Fantastic Four, number three. No. Boo! You know, it's going to be in my pull list, and I'm going to have to break that news to Neil because he did the same thing with Dr. Afro last week. And I understand what's happening. I mark things as that I want as pulled for like a first issue or if it's a tie into something else, but then it just doesn't get unpulled. Like I'm not subscribing. I'm just trying to pull a single issue. Yeah. But for some reason, their system flags it that I want to subscribe to the series. So I'm going to have to break the news to him that I have no interest in this really bad new Fantastic Four title story thing that I hope that our listeners are loving and enjoying a lot more than I am. Yeah, that the way they do their pull list, that should be illegal. We should contact the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, it's like loot boxes at this point. Yeah, um, why not? You know, just randomly. Yeah, just put whatever you want in my my box. I think they do that anyways, and we just don't know. <laughs> Spider Punk number four. Twig number four. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Come on, done Twig. Too. Yeah, get better. Spider-Man 2099 Exodus number five. Yes. Oh. <gasps> Little Monsters, number six. I hope that's not the end of that, too. I can't wait. Although, the if, all these, if all these series are ending, it's going to free up a lot of free cash, and I'll be able to start making my car payments again. Yeah, and we could buy Aquaman comics. What? The com- <laughs> I don't know. I just picked a random hero we're not reading. Aquaman's not random, but you don't be silly. You love Aquaman. The listeners uh, don't know that yet, because he hasn't put anything good out in a while. But you guys, just wait. The second a new Aquaman title hits, Andy's going to be all over it, and he'll adore it. The Closet, number three. Yes, please. X-Men 92, House of whatever, number three. No. Aquaman Andromeda, <laughs> number two. Oh, my God. The first issue is phenomenal. Was it really? Abs- yeah. it's Dude, you got to pick this up. Okay. Why are you not reading this? I don't know, because you didn't tell me it was good. It's fantastic. It's Ram V. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get these, man. They're they're big prestige format. They're amazing. Right. At least the first one was. It's kind of like um, James Cameron doing uh, the Abyss, but with Aquaman. <laughs> uh, which Aquaman is it? It's Curry Arthur. Okay, is he long haired, short haired, blonde? Is it current? Yeah, he's pretty current. It's kind of an origin story, but you know, don't worry about it. Just buy it. You're just, I, you're blowing a bunch of smoke in my butt right now. I've got a feeling. Yeah. No, it's great. Okay. The Walking Dead Deluxe number 44. I've gotten them all so far. Might as well keep going. A couple ding, ding, dings coming up here. Here's one. The new champion of Shazam number one. Yes, please. 
Really? Yep. Stillwater, 14. I'll be getting that even though I haven't read any of them yet. Here's another Batman book tie-in. Ding, ding, ding. Really? Sword of Asriel, number oh. one. Yes! Oh, God, yes. There's two Sword of Asriels coming out this week. I was glancing at one of them, I believe, is a reprint of older stories, and one's a new, fresh story. I don't remember which is which, but I'm getting one of the two. I'm not going to get the one that's the, the reprints of older stories, obviously. Star Wars, The Halcyon Legacy, based on their hotel, number five. The only Star Wars comic I don't read. Bosk is on the cover. I'm still not reading it. Demon Wars, The Iron Samurai, number one. Ding, ding, ding from Marvel. That sounds... I'm not into those anime books. Oh, is it an anime book? Yeah. I was about to jump all over it, too. Mighty Morphin, number 22. Speaking of Radiant Black. Basilisk, number 10. Time Before Time, number 15. The Scumbag, number 14. Oh, finally, that's coming back. Multiversity Teen Justice, number three. Oh, here it is. Sword of Azrael, Dark Knight of the Soul, number one. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think one of them's a reprint of previous ones from what I was reading, but the other one's not. Let's see. Yeah, they're both $3.99. Angel of St. Dumas's Faith is Challenged. This issue collects. Okay, don't buy that one. Don't buy Sword of Azrael, Dark Knight of the Soul. Okay. <laughs> what a terrible title. <laughs> Dark Knight of the Soul. He's such a tormented individual. Oh, my God. Yeah, just whatever, Azrael. Let's see. Philadelphia number 24. God, I want the first 23 of those. Image Comics, new ding, 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 number one, The Dead Lucky. Uh, yeah. That kind of looks like it's Radiant Black Universe. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's the one that almost has like oh the my Sugar God, Skull really? look on it, isn't it? Yeah, I just looked at the head and I was like, it looks like Radiant yeah, Black. Yeah, I believe it's part of the Radiant Black Universe because it's got like a, a Sugar Skull Day of the Dead looking skull, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you sell me on something is you put some you put a Sugar Skull in the cover and I'll buy your, your stuff. <laughs> oh, no. Frankenstein, New World, number one from Dark Horse. Ding, ding, ding. No, thank you. Survival Street, number one, from Dark Horse. No, thank you. I kind of read into that, and it sounds like it's about a world that's taken over by corporations, or there's too many corporations in the world, and it's about people just trying to like make do with as is. I don't know. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, Blackout, number three. I'll it's get cool it that that's the patch still comes going. Out. <laughs> uh, Godzilla Rivals versus Batra, number one. I don't know what that is. Batra's Avatar, cool name. Adapt or Die, number four. That's based on James Cameron's theatrical, I don't know, four movies. There weren't and four of them, were there? There's going to be four or five of them. There's one out now. Huh. The Way of Water is the second one. That's coming out this Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And that is a week, Phil. I got to point out, I got a Marvel preview book mm-hmm. with with my comics, and there was a new Spider-Man series that's going to be starting just called Spider-Man. I saw number that. one. Yeah, that's coming like this fall. So uh, we're going to we're going to have two that. series at once. Can't wait till they bring back Spectacular and Web of as well. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it takes me back to what were we reading? It was Legends of the Dark Knight, Detective Sh- Comics, Shadow, Shadow of, the of the Bat, Batman. Then there was also like, um, 
oh, what the hell was the one? It was like not secret secret files, maybe secret origins, not secret origins. Uh, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was there was a bunch. Yeah, Chronicles of the, of Batman is what it was. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was all at that same time too. Ah, uh, I don't want to complain about it because I loved it all. Yeah, I, I discovered I actually have the entire run of Shadow of the Bat, and I have like ninety percent of Legends of the Dark Knight as well. What does that go for? Let's look uh, this up. I don't know. Shadow it's only like 56 bat. issues for Shadow. Yeah, let's see if we can buy it. Shadow of the Bat. Can you hear my keyboard? Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes good. it sound that's, like we're on a podcast. Yeah, that's good podcasting material right there. Uh, complete series eBay. Uh, oh, the first issue was polybagged. Remember that? That's right. So was Legends of the Dark Knight. There were five different colored covers, too. Uh, I'm not coming up with anything. You having any luck? Uh, I didn't look because I figured you were smart enough to take care of this. Dang it. Let's just say it's worth like a grand. Not a chance. Now I want to go to Key Collector and see if there were even any key issues in that. (laughs) I doubt it. It was such a good series, though. There were four key issues. Uh, wow. The first appearance of Zaz's was number one. How much is that? Uh, according to Key Collector, $5 for that. That's it. Yeah, first appearance of Amigadalia was number three, which is only going for three dollars. Uh, first appearance of Tallyman was issue nineteen, going for three dollars. Uh, Helena Bertelli or Bertinelli becomes Batgirl, formerly known as the Huntress, in issue eighty-three, is actually the high water mark of that series, going for twelve. Complete set. Let's see, twelve dollars. No way. No, no, you were saying that the highest one is $12. Oh, I was like, I'll buy the entire set again for $12. Oh, here we go. Complete series. They're only missing issues four and 94. It is $110. That's not bad. No. There's only three issues in Legends of the Dark Knight that are considered key issues as well, uh, including issue 16, which was the introduction of Venom. Not Venom, Eddie Brock, but the drug used by Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 50, which had the sweet uh, Joker cover. Yeah. And then 120 has the first appearance of Cassandra Kane as Batgirl going for 25. Wow. Okay. And since we're rambling, you know, I just picked up, I showed you this. I picked up a new issue of Fantastic Four, I think issue 138. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bought it, one, it has Silver Surfer on the cover getting attacked by... Mr. Fantastic, so his arms and legs are all wrapped around Silver Surfer. It's a cool image. But then it also has like little snapshots of other characters that are in the book, like Madam Web, Doctor Doom. Yeah, one of the strangest things is President Nixon is there. Oh yeah, he is. And I was like, I gotta buy this. It was only thirty bucks. It's worth like a hundred bucks, but I was like, I, I gotta get this just to have Nixon on the the damn cover. <laughs> so you, that's in my collection. You know, sometimes you stumble across those things that where a cover or like you kind of get catch a snippet of what it's about and you just have to jump on it because like there's certain things that comics obviously don't do anymore for the sake of a lot of different reasons. Oh god, yeah. But you see those things and you're just like, you know what? I kind of have to have this because it happened. Yeah, careful going back to old comics because uh, they... <laughs> yeah, if you're easily offended, you're going to find some stuff that's going to piss you off a little bit. So I'm seeing some news right now, breaking news. Batgirl... Got canceled. Yeah, and it won't release on any platform. What are they doing? million dollars they invested into this movie and they just shut it down. 
Jeez, you gotta wonder what's going on there. Was it that bad? When's... Wasn't Michael Keaton in this? Um, no, I thought he was in the Flash movie, wasn't he? I think he's in both. Oh, that's right. Maybe. Well, shucks. Of the ninety grand or ninety million, five million of that had to have been going to Keaton for being Michael Keaton. Yeah, what are they doing? What a mess. Marvel's just got to figure it out. We we kicked off the episode with this. They have. A billion things in the works. All of them are going to come out. They're all going to be high quality. We're going to like most of them or, you know, everything's going to be good or great. That's their level. Mm-hmm. And the DC just all over the map. Can you, you know, canceling things? What's going to happen to that Flash movie? It's, ah, I don't even know what to say. Well, you look ah. at the quality of the DC movies as well. Exceptions being the, the Batman uh, I've heard good things about Aquaman in the first Wonder Woman movie, but the rest of them all just kind of get met with like, meh. Yeah. That Aquaman movie, Phil. Oof. It's so good. I I might have checked. I'll I'll ch- I'll do I'll I'll check it out next week. Yeah, and that's coming uh the sequel's coming this this holiday. So Does yeah. it have Jason Momoa in it again? Oh yeah. And Ben Affleck is gonna oh. be Batman. Oh boy. Yeah. Love it. All right. Anyway, we're <laughs> rambling. Thanks for sticking with us for this the longest episode yet, I believe. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's we'll the be biggest back. week ever. With that said, everyone, have a great week, and we'll be back in seven days. Take care.